0: This is the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you hit that like, subscribe, and notify button so you can be aware whenever a new episode is available. Also, leave a comment and a review. We would really appreciate that. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Hey everyone, welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Sweitzer. I'm your host, I'm the Clydesdale. We love to do fitness and this is my friend, Heinrich Kapalainen is with us uh, today, two time CrossFit Games athlete uh, and getting prepared for that second year. So how are you Heinrich?
1: I'm doing really good. I have rest day today and just came from the massage and yeah,
0: very good. <laughs> There's nothing better than just coming from the massage. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so um, so this is your second time going to the games. Um, I want to ask, you know, you went last year as a rookie. What are you doing different, and what have you learned from last year that is making it just a different kind of journey to the games this year?
1: Well, last year it was a bit like seeing what what it is to be in the games and – there was so many new movements for me that I I didn't have that much time to practice, like backboards boards and handstand walk ramps and something like that. And it, I think it it showed in the leaderboard that I didn't do that well in those events. But this year it's a bit different and I've had time to prepare to those and I hope, hope it sees in the games this year.
0: Yeah, I um I had a chance to talk to Colton Mertens at the games last year. And he said all of his training was to get to the games. And so he focused on all those elements he needed to prove o- improve on to get there. And then when he got there, he didn't have enough time to work on the stuff that comes up at the games. Did you find the same thing?
1: Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I, my like biggest goal was just to get there and then I was like Okay, now I have like one month or something time to prepare for the games, so and yeah, sounds similar to me.
0: Yeah, so this year you got to compete in the semifinal live and in person that you didn't get to do last year. Um, what was the difference there for you? Did you like it better live?
1: Mm, yeah, definitely. I I think it's it's easier to compete live. Because you have like a bit more adrenaline in your body, and you can pace a bit from others, and I just enjoy the environment there.
0: Yeah, and do you are you an athlete that wants to know what's going on around you, or do you want to stay in your own lane and just focus on what you do?
1: It, it depends a bit about the event, but I feel like if it's live event it's the events are a bit different. Like last year, the semis had only like pretty like typical CrossFit stuff. But this year we had in the semis like running and a bit more that type of stuff.
0: Yeah. And I, and I didn't really take into account when I was thinking about things like this until we at the CrossFit press conference, Emma and Brent talked about how, when you do it uh, online, you have to wait days to know that, like, you're you don't get penalized, that the video has been submitted and good, and so at the end of the weekend you're still waiting till like Wednesday to make sure that you're in the games. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, and then where this year live, you know. On Sunday, they announce your name and it's official and you get to go. Uh, do you find that to be much more of a relief?
1: Yeah, definitely. I, it's really stressful to wait for the, all the video checks. And yeah, I don't like it.
0: So, so let's talk a little bit about strength and depth. You took second, uh, had a great performance there. Uh, you start off the weekend with a win. No no better way to start a competition. Mm, nah. And then you were pretty consistent throughout. On that last event, it was your worst finish of the weekend, and it was the 21 9 echo bike, bar-facing burpee, and thruster workout. Um, were you playing it safe on that last workout? Because you had pretty much locked up your spot
1: i I wouldn't say so I don't i I didn't get that close to my practice time. I don't know if if I was just tired or something, but I felt like the thrusters were felt really heavy that time.
0: okay and so is is that something you look at and you say, okay, at the end of the weekend I was tired now I've got to go to an event where there's 15 events instead of six. Mm. And what can I do different to make sure that I have energy throughout the weekend?
1: Yeah. Yeah, of course you need to like, think about the eating and stuff, but I feel like it went pretty well in the strength in depth, but I just, maybe I started a bit too fast or something. But I, I feel like last time in the games I had pretty, like consistent events through the weekend, and like one of the best finishes was my last final event in the games. So I I know pretty well what I need to do there.
0: And and I and I didn't write it down. Where did you place in the games last year? Eighteenth. Eighteenth. So yeah. you did get to do the full weekend. You made it through all the cuts. Um, and you got that experience of doing all 15 events. Um, do you, do you like that better than just doing the short events?
1: Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it tests your recovery and it's, it's so, so different like mental challenge to do 15 events.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It definitely takes the mindset work to do that. Um, are there events this year that you're looking forward to when you get there that you don't get to do throughout the year like the pig the snail things like that
1: yeah yeah i i actually like all the strongman stuff and then then the running and that type of longer events
0: awesome um so then so it was hard for me to find, are you doing your own programming? Are you following somebody else's? I know at one time you were following Jonas.
1: Oh. I, I've i been uh, following the training plan and Jami Tikkanen from Finland okay. that coaches Annie Torres, and Jörg Winn, and the Reykjavik team at the moment. He's doing my programming. And then there's Kat, Katrin Tania, there
0: yeah so so of course you like the strongman because like they love that stuff in iceland and that's got to be part of the 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 programming correct
1: yeah oh well yeah we we have quite a lot of strongman before the games but but as well actually we have pretty famous strongman strongman in finland so it it comes from a lot yeah
0: yeah, that, that whole area of the world is pretty pretty big into the strongman world. Yeah. So I want to I want to go back a little bit in time. Um, your background, you didn't play a lot of competitive sports. You were more of a skateboarder growing up. Yeah, that's right. And and I read somewhere where the the thing that that gave you is if in a skateboarding, if you want to do a trick. You've got to do it over and over and over. It's all about repetition and trying to hone in the skills on that one trick.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I think it it helps. Like, like when you when you need to practice some lifting or any, any type of skill, like you used to grind it like many hours in a row.
0: What was what was your favorite trick to to accomplish as a skateboarder?
1: Maybe three flip, three sixty flip, or some Smith grind, or I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I um I am amazed at what people can do on a skateboard. Um it just blows me away how much practice that has to take and the the courage to to do it. Mm,
1: yeah. I, I agree. I, I'm not even close. I wasn't even close to level. That's the pros do, but I do the yeah. crazy stuff.
0: Um, so we have a question from my co-host cat, Amy, if you could pull that up for me or I can grab it. Uh, she asked, uh, is Heinrich goofy footed? No,
1: no regular. <laughs>
0: Regular, regular footed. Yeah. I don't even. I don't even know what goofy footed means.
1: It means that your right foot is in front when you skateboard. Okay.
0: Oh, okay. Awesome. Um, I also. So you played a little bit of football. Is that what we call soccer here in the states?
1: Yeah, yeah. I I didn't play in any team, but I like all my free time went to do something sports like hockey, soccer and everything you can imagine.
0: (laughs) And I also read that you are very, very competitive. You hate to lose. (laughs) (laughs) Does when you're in the competition, do you have to dial that down sometimes because you, you don't want to get caught up in somebody else's race?
1: Mm. I feel like I handle those situations pretty well. Like it's, it's more of like good thing to be competitive in the competition. at least I feel like that.
0: And Kat put it, she's goofy overall. So if you couldn't guess. Oh, nice. (laughs) Um, you also studied electrical engineering. Yeah. Um, are there any plans to use that degree?
1: Mm, not in the near future, but we'll see after the CrossFit thing. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're still young. You've got a lot of years ahead of you in the sport. Um, are you with your success? Are you seeing the ability to support yourself by just doing CrossFit?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like. Of course, this year's games. If I get the top ten or something, that helps a lot with the sponsors and and prize money, of course. But I'm I'm doing pretty good at the moment. Like I can live with this, but it's it's not like like getting rich.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, are you sponsored by Nike?
1: Not not yet, but we have some discussion
0: we have had. I see you wearing the shirt so I just I had to yeah. ask. Yeah, and in, in America every every little boy's dream is to be sponsored by Nike at some point.
1: Yeah. Yeah, same for me. No, no,
0: <laughs> yeah, no matter what sport you play. And this is my co-host Amy. Hi there. Uh, Sorry hello. it was
2: late. I was coming back in and it was pouring outside, so.
0: Yeah, no worries. Um so you did 18th last year you've improved everywhere along the route this year um i think fifth at uh lowlands last year or german throwdown and then Mm -hmm. this year you took second at strength and depth in a very stacked field
1: yeah yeah i feel like i i made a huge improvement in one year
0: are you looking forward to see what you can do at the games to improve over that 18th?
1: Yes, definitely. And, and like, I want to see all the like harder events for me that like backboard and stuff, like, like how, how I can do this year.
0: Have you done much swimming?
1: I do like once a week, almost through the year. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, that's okay. always my question, is if people train that throughout the year, or do they just kind of gear that up right towards the game? So you've been doing it once a week, like as part of your just general training?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like most of the year, I do it once a week. Yeah. Wow. Just before the semifinals, when the, they announced the events, I didn't swim.
0: Okay. So, So I noticed you mentioned pegboard specifically. Was that a frustration from last year that you want to conquer this year?
1: Yeah, it was yeah
0: yeah yeah are there any other um any other movements like that
1: Mm. well the free handstand push-up was pretty hard for me but but it's it was a bit because my wrist I had like stress how do you say like it it got swollen on the last day Mm -hmm. and it was really painful to do the handstand push-ups
2: so uh, I saw I saw that everybody going back to the pegboards that everybody was talking about like how how slippery and how like greasy they seemed to be Um was that your experience at the with them too last year? Mm,
1: well, yeah, but I I feel like I had pretty bad technique overall. Like I had some pictures and I look totally different than than the better guys <laughs> in, in my like position. Yeah.
0: And how much of that analysis do you do after an event?
1: I, I do a pretty, like a lot of, I like to see, see how the best move and, and what I, I did wrong. Yeah.
2: Um, what does a typical training day look like for you?
1: Uh, it's usually like the, I, I have two sessions, five days a week. And the first session is usually strength, like mm-hmm there might be some, some CrossFit type of workouts, but it's, it's more like strength biased. And the other one is like conditioning, and skill, skill type of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's almost like all the, all the days are that type of like strength and then conditioning. And then there's of course, like different progressions, like through the week.
2: Sure. And do you um, are you coaching throughout the day as well?
1: No, no, I only okay. do like full time. Okay, living training.
2: Got it.
0: Well, I noticed um, on your Instagram that you were doing some training with Yona. Mm. Is what yeah. uh, some handstand walks outside? And I've heard I heard someone say I think it was Brent on the press conference said, if you're going to the games, you need to practice outside because it is very different than, um, performing in a gym or at an indoor arena. Is that what you guys were trying to do with that?
1: Yeah, definitely. Like I think CrossFit games just announced that 60% of the events are outside. So I think that that tells a lot, like you need to be, be good at the outside and, and it's usually in the artificial grass, so just getting used to that. I'm getting used to being in the heat. It's, it's a good thing.
0: Do you train with Yona often?
1: We, we don't train that much like during the off season, but like almost every time before the competitions, we train like quite, quite a lot. Yeah.
0: I read somewhere that a training partner of yours used to be your brother. Uh, when you were when you were una- unaffiliated, um, and he, you said the only person that was good at the gym was your brother, but he doesn't like to compete.
1: No, I think that might be Lazar. but Laza brother like to compete. But no, no, I my brother doesn't do crossfit.
0: Oh, okay. I did this through Google Translate because it was not in English. So it okay, could have been okay. something lost in the in the shuffle there.
1: Yeah. If I remember what you mean, I'll get back to it, but I I don't know what you mean at the moment.
0: Yeah. Do, do you have a brother though, right? Yeah, I, I have. Yeah, I didn't brother. make that up. Yeah, no. Um, do you have any other siblings?
1: Yeah, I have sister who is one year older.
0: And do any of them do CrossFit or is it just you?
1: Just me, but every once in a while, they come to try and yeah, but haven't started yet.
2: So we have a question It says, who is your mom's favorite?
1: I would say that I am. Oh, of course. (laughs)
2: Yeah, are you competitive like in, in a fun way with your siblings like my sisters and I we're, we're always competing like if we opened a Christmas present we always act like oh I got a thousand dollars oh you only got a hundred like are you guys competitive like that with each other
1: yeah yeah definitely yeah similar, similar type of yeah
0: yeah <laughs> and are you guys cl- do you guys live close
1: yeah like like pretty close not in the same town but just it, it's not that far away like under a one-hour drive.
0: Well, that's really cool. Um, do you get together often?
1: Once in a month, maybe. Yeah.
0: That's great. Um. I also want Should to talk about your Spotify play. I was going to talk about a Spotify playlist. Uh oh. And then we'll go to stats. So I, f- I in my research, I found your Spotify account. Yeah i don't know if there's a bigger mix of music on a playlist than your training mix
1: <laughs> i i don't actually know if it's my training mix it's just like all the songs that i like liked during the year or something and i just added that there
0: well it it goes from dropkick murphys to hans zimmer to queen to kendrick lamar <laughs> to abba yeah
1: (laughs) that's fun fun thing that you found it
0: um but i think what was funny is um a lot of the lyrics a lot of the lyrics are talking about like winning and competing and i and i was wondering if you're more of a lyrics guy or a rhythm guy
1: um i think i'm more of a rhythm guy i would say
2: so are you a good dancer?
1: Yeah. No. no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you like to dance?
1: Uh, I don't know. May- like, maybe not. Maybe not.
2: I think it's really maybe. good to incorporate in your training. If you're doing a, like an EMOM lift or something with the remaining time that you have to rest, I think it's good to incorporate freestyle dancing into that because um, it's just kind of fun to incorporate that into your training. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but I don't think it if it fits the Finnish people like no. that as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just the Finnish people.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so dropkick Murphys. You could can, can you work out to dropkick Murphys?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's good.
0: My friend Mike would love you. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. loves them. He plays them all the time.
1: And then
0: my favorite piece that you had on there was you have the Rocky four training montage, which is a must have for every guy.
1: It is, it is, it's
0: great. Um, and then you also had a rap list that was definitely much more um, zeroed in on, on a style than the, the overall list. That was very much like a hard-driving rap uh, mix that I could see you training to. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think I should like upload some new songs there. I haven't done it for a while.
0: Yeah. So how long does it take you to put those lists together?
1: I don't know. I need to check the first first one. Hmm. I think my... I, I usually like listen, maybe the training is something that, that you just said that there's everything, but I usually listen my girlfriend's list as well. She, she uploads it much like more often.
0: And then you just, you just steal her songs and put them into your playlist.
1: Oh, I think she steals my songs, but, but she just does the playlists. Does she yeah. CrossFit too? Yes, yes.
2: Oh awesome. Does she compete?
1: Yeah, she has competition next week in Finland. Okay. Yeah.
2: You guys train together?
1: Sometimes, but we, we don't do the like same programming.
2: Sure, okay.
0: Yeah. And when she competes, will you coach?
1: Yeah, I, I'm usually there just to help help her in everything and, and tell some plans how to hit the workout. Um, Yeah.
0: Do you get more nervous for her when she's competing or for yourself when you're competing?
1: Mm -hmm. Maybe for her. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It is. There's something about that emotional
2: tie that makes it more anxious producing, watching somebody you care about compete than I find competing by yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I also read that Miko Salo was uh, an inspiration of yours.
1: Yeah, I I think he's the one, like, number one reason I started CrossFit, because I just, like, read some article about him winning the CrossFit Games, and then I Googled and watched watched videos from the YouTube, and, yeah, he was badass.
0: (laughs) He was. Uh, His documentary is one of the best... um, crossfit documentaries out there
1: yeah i like it too
0: is it what sisu yeah yeah um do you have you got to meet him
1: yeah i i did like four years his programming and like we see that body where he lives like trained there and i i go there like every now and then last year before the games we did couple of sessions with Yona there and like we were thinking maybe this year as well, but haven't decided yet.
0: Is he still in the same gym he was during the documentary?
1: No, I don't think it's the same one, but it's really close to that.
0: Okay. The one thing I, I after watching that documentary that I always wanted to try is his makeshift wall ball. It was like a sandbag that he would throw up uh, on the side of his house.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I had, I had one.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder if he still has that.
1: Probably. I think he has.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got to meet him at the Rogue Invitational. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. And su- such a nice guy. Yeah.
2: When Yona was uh, doing the last chance qualifier, were you there watching him and cheering for him?
1: Yeah, I was on the second uh on the first day i was watching and then on the second day i tried one workout for him okay yeah
0: nice which one did you do
1: the uh clean and jerk line running thing
0: that's that's our workout at our gym today
1: is it i always <laughs> yeah. keep it <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do you hear that you heard it here first you better not do that, that.
0: <laughs> oh it looks awful it so was.
2: henrik when you're not um when you're not training like what do you do like to decompress like what other things do you like to do outside of the gym
1: playing different sports like puddle and then i like to play with my computer like video games like everything, normal stuff, nothing, nothing to, pretty simple stuff. Like, I'm used to play something with my friends. So, yeah.
2: so, what's paddle? Tell me more about that.
1: Uh, it's, it's like tennis, but okay. you play with you play with four people, and then there's like glass walls, so you can hit through the walls the ball.
2: Okay,
1: it's pretty similar to tennis.
2: Okay. Sounds fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: So the next month you're gonna be training for the games. When are you getting to the United States?
1: 21st day, I'm flying to Chicago and then going straight to Madison.
0: And does it it take like a good week to get the new time zone?
1: Yeah, it's, it's eight hour difference. So it's like one hour to 90 minutes a day. So it takes about one week to get used to it. A bit less, but yeah And
0: are are you sitting in like your living room?
1: Uh, yeah, this is like living room kitchen I you say
0: and, the, and there's a C2 bike there yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yep.
0: Just when the mood strikes, you can hop on the bike and get a get some intervals in.
1: Yeah but not today. I'm resting. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Training never stops, Scott. <laughs> um, so when you get to Madison, where will you train?
1: Uh, we have like one really big apartment with all the Finnish CrossFit Games athletes. So with Jan Koski. Mm-hmm. And then there's Emilia Leppanen, who competes in the Masters. And then Dean Portti, that is team in a team division. Nice. So we are there and then there's like a couple of, I think 30 minute drive to, I don't remember the CrossFit gym, but it was like pretty, almost everybody were, was training there last last year.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know There's there's one really big one that a lot of the athletes go to because it's so big. Yeah, it's that probably can, that
2: like, one. I feel
0: like it starts yeah. with a D, like Dane. Yeah, that one. Yeah, okay, Dane yeah. something. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. So the last thing uh, I just, so we have some stats on you. And uh, I'm going to pull them up on the screen. So the one thing, this, our friends at Fantasy Fitnessing they put together this this stat sheet on all of our guests, and it looks at every event that you've done since 2020. Okay. And <clears throat> is there any way to blow that up, cat, a little bit? There we go. Awesome. Um, so it's it got your strength and depth, and how your like average event finish. I think was five point, point eight. Or I six. 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 Six point eight. Yeah. Six point eight. Um, I'm going to blow my own screen up here. There we go. And then if you go down a little bit, uh, if you look at lowlands last year, you were 7.3. So you've improved your average event finish a little bit, uh, over the last year. But the thing that really kind of stuck out to me is your time domain. So if you go down mm-hmm. a little bit, a little bit more, um, Yeah. Time domain, man, when you're in the 10 to 20 minute range, that seems to be your sweet spot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like those events.
0: Yeah. So you, um, like 2.5 was your average finish in those. Um, even at like Dubai was sixth lowlands last year was sixth, uh, rogue invitational 15, but that's a very, very stacked field. Um, Mm -hmm. And then at the CrossFit Games, when we went even longer, you did better last year. So from 18.3 in that sweet spot to uh, 10.5 over 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And would you have said that that's kind of where your wheelhouse is, the longer events?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would say so. Like all the endurance, long endurance events are really good for me. And then usually – actually really short ones like power in but events are good as well so it's like really <laughs> both ends
0: so then on the, on the third page what they did is <clears throat> they take every event that had a movement in it and they put it across the line so like if the event had a burpee in it here's all your finishes with events with burpees Uh, up a little bit cat yeah, we're okay. So, wow. <clears throat> so there you see clean and there's all your event finishes with a clean. Chest to bar pull up, there's all your event finishes with a chest to bar. <clears throat> what would you say is your best movement?
1: <clears throat> Maybe rope climbs.
0: So I don't think rope climb showed up because it didn't it wasn't enough over from 2020 forward. But like rowing, you finished first at strength and depth. Um, and, and 54th in the quarterfinals, which is a much bigger pool of athletes. Uh, what I found is I don't really find one event that one movement that you stand out with. You're very consistent across a lot of them. Hmm. I, Especially I think... the classic...
1: Yeah, I think it's like I'm pretty consistent. Like I just need to like improve overall my fitness and that way I can get better.
0: Now Kat's pointing out toast to bar, which is pretty doggone good. In all the big events, it's like first, fourth, and 12th at the games. Mm. Yeah. Um. But yeah. That's uh, that seems to be the one that stands out, but it's it, it's it's a fun thing to look at. They do that for us and pulling uh, for strength. Every athlete. What's that?
2: Pulling strength.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is really interesting data that you have collected.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I can I can send it to you. Uh, just DM me your email, and I can send you the sheet. Yeah, definitely. Thanks.
2: Yeah. Especially since, you know, you were commenting about rope climbs and stuff too. And it's, you know, the data is showing on the other movements about pulling strength. So that would be. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And they
0: actually, you can go to their website. It's fantasyfitnessing.com and you can query the database yourself a little bit um, and look at different things and different athletes. So they also run a game that you draft CrossFit athletes and depending on how you do at the competition, the, that person does in their fantasy team.
1: Mm. Okay. Yeah.
0: So it's, it's a fun game to play. Uh, We lose to the owner of the, that company all the time.
2: (laughs) So I'm, I'm curious, Henrik. um, And I was thinking about this, just, I watched the documentary, the new documentary last night, and I was thinking um, just about some other international athletes that we've spoken to. And certainly you seem to, to, um, be doing well with the English language, but I'm curious, do you ever find that you are struggling to understand when they are going over um the the briefings or any of the the judging or any of that do, do you need somebody to translate or do they provide that for you?
1: No, I think I'll do really well with the understanding English like I think it's more
2: mm-hmm.
1: like I think almost everybody in the Europe like understands pretty well, maybe some couple sure. of countries that doesn't understand that well.
0: Yeah, we actually we talked to Alex Carone, and he mm-hmm. was saying the first time he went to the games, he didn't understand the briefings. Oh, uh, because he, had, he knew so so little English. Now he's had to work on that, um, and his English is really good now. But when he first went, like 2014, I think it was, he didn't understand anything they were saying.
1: Okay, he's speaking French or yes, French, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, but now, now he knows um, and he's fine with it. But back then, he was totally lost.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> and I was amazed that CrossFit doesn't make sure that non-English speaking people have a translator.
1: Yeah, I I bet if you say it to them, they will like get one one for you. Yeah,
0: yeah, I hope so. But I I don't know. Um, yeah. Can you see the question from Cat?
1: Yeah, yeah, I I actually do remember. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: K-
2: Kat's so all is, about wanting to our- make sure everybody's name is pronounced correctly because that's important to us. I think p- people need to have their name pronounced correctly and to hear their name.
1: Yeah, I was actually thinking, how how should I pronounce it? Because it's it's a bit different in Finnish than in English.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, Kat is our partner. She actually is a co-host of ours, um, but she'll actually like text the announcers at different events to tell them you're doing it wrong it's Ah. this instead okay cool um and even floor announcers at the events are alive on the stream so yeah she that's that is her main goal that everybody gets their name pronounced correctly
1: yeah that's great but it's not easy for for the announcers because there is some difficult names
0: it is Um, Here's my last question for you Heinrich. And that is um, the weekend is over at Madison and what would you consider your weekend to be a success and how are you going to celebrate that success?
1: Well, well, I, I would like to see myself in top 10 and, and it would be nice to grab a event win and then Probably going to after parties and doing the Patrick Velner thing for beers in <laughs> two hands.
0: <laughs> the yeah. Patrick Vellner thing.
1: Yeah, I saw yeah. him doing it last year.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that needs to be a thing. That he, <laughs> he is legendary about of the after party life. Yeah. And uh, we need we need to name it when he retires, the after party should be called the Patrick Patrick Vellner Party. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that brings me a follow-up. Everybody we've talked to says Patrick is the most fun to talk to behind the scenes in the warm-up area because he's so laid back and loosey-goosey that he just jokes around and and brings everybody a little bit at ease. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did did you get a chance to hang out with him at all in the warm-up area?
1: Yeah, actually, in the games we didn't talk like at all but in the rogue rogue invitational I I got to chat with him and he's he's a really fun guy
0: yeah he is. is
2: is there any fun banter you know down there in the warm-up area or in the corrals with you and with other athletes like before a workout or is there a little bit of trash talking before a workout
1: <laughs> yeah definitely with the uh, last hour do gig yeah
0: yeah. Well we are we're talking to Lazar at uh two o'clock today. Our yeah, I yeah,
1: yeah, saw. So, yeah.
0: Uh so any any uh thing you want us to tell him?
1: Mm. Tell tell about him or I you mean tell to him.
0: Yeah. Either tell for you or tell about him.
1: No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay. Well, we'll tell him you said hi.
1: Just say to him that I'll beat him running event.
0: Okay. (laughs) Got it. Okay. Well, there we go. Well, Henrik, I want to thank you so much for jumping on with us. This has been fun. Um, Good luck at the games. Uh, Hopefully we'll be there in Madison if we get our media credentials. Um, And uh, we'll be rooting you on. Good
2: luck.
1: Thank you so much. it was nice to meet you and chat with you.
0: Yes.
2: Great to chat with you.
0: thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale fitness and friends podcast remember you can find us now on youtube as well as all major podcast platforms please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale fitness and friends